Welcome to TMI Tuesday. If you liked the music that you just heard, you're in luck. I have the band here, Pride and Shame. I'm Steph. I'm a super fan and listener. And um, I have John, who's... You're going to say what you do? <laughs> is, that what, is that what we're doing? <laughs> I said I was going to introduce the show, and then we would go around and everyone would say... <laughs> yeah. I'm John. Hi. I play guitar and bass and some other crap and write some songs. And uh, next to me, as far as everybody knows, is Rick. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm Rick and I play various things and write with John and Bill, who is next to me, but does not have a window seat. Hi. I'm Bill. I'm a Capricorn, and I like salads. All and right. I write some songs, and sometimes they make me sing a little bit. So you're the writer? One of them. All right. So are you guys all um, on an airplane on tour right now? Actually, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go with that. Is there a spokesperson for the group that I should be directing questions to? No, I like this chaotic format. Let's do All right. <laughs> We're just going to talk over each other the entire time. That's yeah. what I like to hear. Can you tell me how you came up with the name Pride and Shame? Bill, you should take that one. Oh, boy. I don't think I know that one. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, yes. Yes, because there have been lots of times when we've been very proud of things we've done, but also very ashamed. So it's give me an example. Um, there's a particular, there's a few songs. I don't think they're on either of the two albums we've done, but there's songs we've done before, which are incredibly embarrassing, but we're also very proud of. <laughs> I so think pride, you know sometimes, sometimes the shame overpowered the pride, and so they were never released. But we played one particular song for our friend Mootloo, and he came up with that name, and it stuck. Perfect. What type of music would you say that you are? All? all Both kinds. All, country all and Western. <laughs> Rock and we, uh <laughs> So rap's going to be introduced at some point? Yes, yes. Okay. I mean, if you listen to the record that we just put out, um, it starts with like a UK kind of punk sound that goes into just like power pop and then soul and there's like Indian influence. Um, so it's a little bit of everything right now. Nothing's off the it's table. It's mostly, yeah, it's mostly like guitar driven, like classic sounding rock songs, I'd say. But within rock, we try to cover a lot of bases. Was it easier to record in 2016 or 2022 since everyone was uh, more used to using technology and not getting together? Hmm. Probably, probably the same because we were doing a lot of things individually anyway. Uh, like Rick and I would get together. He's got the studio in his basement. We would record a lot of stuff there, but then I'd take stuff home and add things and we've kind of been doing this remote recording thing even before it was cool with the kids well oh, i mean man. for those who don't know um we're bi-coastal and 
sometimes in areas in between. So um, some of us are in Baltimore. Some of us are on the West Coast. We have people that play on the songs that are from Philly or Nashville or, you know, kind of everywhere in between, wherever we are, we happen to be at that given moment and we need someone that's going to play this kind of music, we will just have them come in. So it's it's tough to get into a room and collaborate. So we kind of are forced to do it via technology. So once COVID hit, you're already ready for it. Pretty much. Yeah. So are you yeah, three nothing. the core members of the group? We're the core writers. And then we we have Keith, who plays lead guitar on most things. And then uh, I think almost every track has some sort of guest on it where we, we would just record as much as we could. And then we're like, you know, we really need this guy to play on this. And we'd send it to them. So we did a lot of outsourcing. So in your boy band, who's the heartthrob? Definitely hmm. Bill. Bill? Yeah. He's got the, the accent. bad boy, Rebel? Thank you. I feel like that would be bad Tony, but he's not. Yeah. He's always sad. That's the thing. <laughs> it's hard to okay. be. It's hard he's to be a bad boy bird. when you're always sad. Tony's always sad. I think I think it, I'm going to go also Bill. He's the bad boy and the hard throb. Uh, Rick and I would be more like the asexual members that kind of just fade into the background. Well, at the same time, Bill also goes to bed at eight o'clock, so <laughs> he's not that bad of a boy. I only stay up a half hour later than Bill. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't sleep for 14 hours at a time, so. I will do that. I think the quality <laughs> of life is much better. Bill has a superpower. What's your superpower, It's Bill? sleeping. It is. I can sleep oh, wow. anywhere, anytime. But oh, the quality like of life so is much better. Have you always been like that, or is this new? No, it's it's relatively new. When I was young, I was foolish and thought I'd be missing something by staying up, by going to bed, so I would stay up. But then you learn that having a headache all day isn't good, so <laughs> sleep is needed. Are there any bands that have inspired you besides Ween? No. <laughs> <laughs> Short answer. Yeah, okay. Um, on your 2016 self-titled album, are the band members, um, are the same band members involved as your 2022? Are there any? I mean, yeah, for the most part. Same? Yeah. I think I mean, uh, different Red, Red did more drumming on that one. Mm -hmm. And we've got a guest vocalist on this that isn't on that. The lovely Is Tony. Is Tony a new addition? Yeah. Yeah. Tony played bass and some guitar on the first one. But yeah, it was kind of the same process. Just a lot of outsourcing, but mostly us. Were you um, as surprised as I was about Tony's singing voice? Because we play trivia with him sometimes and he has a much different um, talking voice. <laughs> That's yes. true. Yeah, a lot of people are surprised when they hear him sing. And when they see him, they're surprised because he's so orange. Yeah, he does have Very some orange. orange skin. It's kind of weird. Mm -hmm. And sometimes he has a goatee, sometimes he doesn't. And it's 
kind of easy to, you know, get him confused for someone else. And then you see him for the first time in a while. It's like, oh, you don't have your goatee anymore. Right. It's like he's in disguise. Right. Um, But he's always wearing some sort of Philadelphia Eagles paraphernalia. We can share a photo of Tony and of us on our jet on your uh, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, that would be perfect. Although if people want to see Tony, they can obviously watch our video. Yes, which I will also post in my stories. So I know a member has a uh, special love for bananas. On one of your recent videos, there's a lot of baby carrots. Does someone have a thing for baby carrots? That would be Tony as well. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, no one has a thing for baby carrots, but unfortunately, that's what he was given. <laughs> oh. Yeah, those were those were a subtle prop that was just uh, part of the video. Yeah. What video was this? So we we did a music video for our song "Your Last Man" bracket broke you in two, second bracket featuring Tony T close bracket that's the official title of the song we did a a video for that and the video also was shot in multiple locations there was some baltimore some san francisco some napa philly it was edited in yosemite i mean it was all over the place wow in in between travels and it's the results are seamless. It looks like it's all in one place. <laughs> right, right. But the theme of the video and of the song are very similar. Um, you know, there's undertones. There are subtle undertones that we don't want to give away. We want to kind of leave that up to the viewer. But the carrots are part of it. Gotcha. I think I understand. It's for the vegans. <laughs> Everyone's had a baby carrot before, I think. Hey, yo. Bill. Bill, you have? (laughs) Yeah, he's going to show us. Oh, are we getting shown the baby carrot? Or is it the banana? Well, unfortunately, our listeners can't see that, so we're just going to have to move on. So in the song, you had me at fuck off, off your newest album, The Golden Camel. It says, I saw you in the street. You punched me in the, does it say teat or teeth? I really wanted to say teeth, but I feel like it says teeth. (laughs) That's a Bill lyric, but it is teeth. So if you were singing that song live, like say I had an art show again and you came as my musical guest, would you sing teat just to make me laugh of course yes we'll do anything we might even punch you in the teat i don't even know which is worse <laughs> what I, think I'd, well, I think i'd prefer to be punched in the teat than the teeth yeah you got some strong teats yeah yeah <laughs> you're not gonna cut your teat on your teeth when you get you know you're not gonna cut your lip i think the teeth is definitely worse than the teeth 
I think women have more sensitive teats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably true. But the next one, in the next verse, it's getting kicked in the balls. So you don't have that problem. No, I would much but, rather get kicked in the balls versus all of those. But I'm sure it hurts either way. Yeah, no, I don't want kicked in the cunt would hurt too, yeah. Maybe we'll sing that lyric too. <laughs> we'll sing anything at all. Just pay expenses. I want to hear these first songs now. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear the inspiration for the name. Um, so what we'll, I'll ask each one of you, um, John, what was your favorite song to make and why? You're on the spot. Hmm. So if you want to pass it to someone else so you can think about it, that's fine. Um, I'm not sure that my favorite ones are the ones where every, it feels like everybody had a little bit to add to it. Like, Sometimes one person starts with an idea, then the next person takes it in a whole different direction that is unexpected. And that's pretty fun. So I guess uh, cocaine and cash definitely turned out that way. That's a fun so one. did, uh, yeah, and so did um, A Thousand Miles Away. If you hear the original demo, it, it's nothing like what we ended up with. Huh. And that's just like surprising and fun to work on stuff like that. My hands can't seem to grip, can't walk another step. A thousand miles away, I can't get home today. Most fun, probably the Golden Camel, because it's epic and psychedelic and beatly and awesome. Yeah, I'm going to say the Golden Camel as well. I mean, it's got like 50 tracks being mixed together and silly ideas, and it was killer. It felt like it came together very quickly. Um, and it still happens to be one of those riffs that I will just sit with a guitar and play because it's such a great chord progression and it's fun to play and it's simple.
I guess that would explain why the album is called Golden Camel, too. I don't know. How, did we really just say that's the one or? Yeah, there wasn't just, a lot of thought into that. It just sounded like an album title to me. We didn't have any better ideas, I guess. Pride <laughs> yeah. and Shame 2. Yeah, that was flo- That was probably the working title. <laughs> have you played live? You did. You did have a concert, right? Yep, we did. In uh, for the first album, we did, and we're hoping to album. do one for this album. What do you think your favorite song to play live would be, and why? Now that you have more options, I'm, I'm really excited to play. You had me at fuck off. That's gonna yeah. be super fun. I think the kids are gonna like it. The parents are gonna like it. That's just got universal appeal. I'm pumped for Wet Lips. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's gonna be like uh, tongues wagging and fingers pointing, and it's just gonna be so much fun. I see those wet lips starting to swell. It's the wax that makes it work so well, y'all. Wet lips, wet lips. Don't listen to the fashion tips. Just put the tip on your lips. I'm hoping we don't play a thousand miles away live. <laughs> because then Bill would have to memorize the lyrics. I would have oh. to do I would have to do some work. Did you have some trouble with the lyrics on that one, Bill? I always have I always get nervous I'm gonna forget lyrics. So I, I have them written down. Well, I mean the Stones still need teleprompters and they've been playing the same songs for fifty years. Can we afford teleprompters? And that's a good question. Steph can be our cue card person. <laughs> yeah, I'll just hold up giant cards. Wait, she Yo. changed that from balls to cunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll make my own lyrics. <laughs> that would be awesome. So what's your songwriting process? Is it a group effort or? Wow, yeah, that's, you- it's totally different for every song, right? I mean, yeah, some we write, we just someone writes it and gives it to the others. And the most fun is we'll open up a Google document and share it and just all dump ideas into it and then see what rhymes and pick bits out. There have been a couple songs where, you know, Bill will plant a seed and send lyrics or something and then i'll send something back that's like almost finished like it was so good i couldn't stop so just kept going kept recording things on top of it it was like holy shit you had me talk off that That is so good he likes to he likes everyone to have fun making it but he can't stop once he gets going i know it's uh, it's like a stone down a hill can't stop it as long as the end result is good, we are good. Yeah. When did Pride and Shame become a band? What year? I guess 2015 was, was when we really started putting it together. We had written a bunch of songs before we even pulled Rick in. We had written a few and then uh, pulled Rick in. And he's 
got the ability to just take something and turn it into a professional sounding recording. And he whips everybody into shape and gets us a bit more professional than we normally would be. It's pretty awesome. Um, do you think you sound like any other bands? It depends on like, the song. <laughs> From yeah, song sound like song, it doesn't even. Yeah. There's From a lot song of variety. Song, it sounds like a different band almost uh, uh the new record is almost like a mixtape i think of like all the shit sounding bands that i like and i think we sound like just a little bit shittier than those <laughs> but there's a couple of songs on this album that are definite tributes or homages or total rip-offs of other bands i mean so there's a weezer like song and there's a uh T-Rex, the total T-Rex song, which is about a T-Rex. Um, self-titled album had a lovely painting on it, I'm assuming by a well-renowned artist. Indeed. And a collage. It was a little hurried, but uh, it came through. Um, the new you know one... the name of that artist? No one does. Okay. Yes. So, and then Mysterious. the new album... Found it in a, a thrift store. <laughs> <laughs> The new album has a lovely collage. Who created that? Well, I started it, and then we all had fun. We all actually got together in person and arranged it as best we thought. And then Rick liked the design so much, he went off and did lots of other album covers in exactly the same style. And they all look fantastic together. They do. I'd like a T-shirt. It's great. There's a design system, I guess you'd call it. Yeah, and it's old school collage. It's cut out and arranged that way. We're not we're not quite digital collage people yet. Is your head on the? Is is your head one of the things cut out, or is that not you? I thought that you're. Yeah, we're all on there. Oh, are you all on there? In some form or fashion. Yeah, and uh, let's see. I and did a, see a baby carrot. We tried to include <laughs> and a banana. Most <laughs> most of the guests, the guest uh, musicians, are somewhere in there as well. Oh, Tony's yeah, in there. Keith is in there. Yeah, and most it's of the songs are represented the, on there. I have to get a bigger version. It's hard to see on the um, Spotify little thumbnail. You'll just have to buy the vinyl. I know. Is it is it coming out in vinyl? If we get like 10 people to buy it digitally, maybe we'll press vinyl. Just one. (laughs) That would be cool. No, I mean, it's, I guess it's doing fairly well, but I don't know if vinyl is in our future quite yet. 
So where can everyone find this album? Probably the best place would be to go to our website, which is prideandshame.com. And from there, you can select whatever your streaming media service of choice is and find it. And if it's not listed, we're probably on there. Just give it a give it a goog. Make sure you like it on whatever streaming and you can review it too. You can review and follow. it. Follow. Follow. But even yeah, you have better. Instagram. The, yeah, the best way to support us if you like what you hear would be to share it with other people you think might like it. And pay the money <laughs> and buy it. Yeah, I mean, don't. I mean, we is have it Spotify. Camp? It is on Bandcamp and you can you, you can pay what you want. Is that right? Or did we put a yeah, price I on it? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I don't remember. I mean, if well, you listen to it on Spotify, we're not going to get shit for it. So you can go somewhere else and we will get, uh, you know, a tenth more of a penny per stream. We but really just want people to hear it. That's the important part. And you can find them on social media as well. Yep. And, and you'll get to see some video. of the collages and the other artwork that we work on in the background and do some fun things. I think we did a Christmas song last year. So you get, you know, a link to that. It's the first record, obviously. And then we'll be posting probably the recording of the next record uh, in the next few months. So that's something to look forward to if you follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. Yep. We're we've already we're in very very early stages of writing some new stuff. That's great. Can't wait to hear it. Yeah. I hope it's more pride than shame. Hopefully, because <laughs> then I'll get to hear it. Um, is there anything else that you guys want to add? Check out our videos on YouTube. Do you have a YouTube channel? Search for Pride, pride and shame. shame. There's a YouTube channel, and uh, there's a there's some pretty fun and disgusting stuff on that who doesn't like that all right well thanks for coming on the show i'll see you next tuesday thanks for having us our pleasure